Okay, you lucky people out there, it's time again for another Midnight Skeptic Rant of the Week. And so here we go without further ado. There's the play-in music. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not, necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, um, for my um, YouTube viewers, uh, my beard's coming along very nicely. And uh, it's been, I just decided to let it go until, uh, from August uh, 23rd, when I got back up here from uh, San Diego. And uh, this will be um, a, a hiatus after this show. Uh, right now, uh, this is the 30th of uh, August. It's a Wednesday, and it's uh, kind of late. It's uh, 8.30. And uh, this is the Midnight Skeptic number 134. And it'll be broadcast on Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, uh, 9 p.m. the usual time for locally uh, tuned in people on their FM radios, uh, 103.3 FM, and worldwide on uh, kpca.fm, okay? And uh, here comes 58 minutes of wokeness and ranting about how the GOP MAGA Republicans have finally put this country on the path to Splitsville. One side, the bad guys. The MAGAs are only about 30% of the citizenry. Um, I know that um, the country is, it's not split 50-50 Democrat-Republican. It's more like, uh, oh, 45% Democrats, uh, 30% Republicans. But of that group of Republicans, uh, about uh, 30% of them, maybe even 40% of them, I consider to be just ignorant MAGA heads. And I'm going to speak a little bit later in the show about... Uh, my real feelings about Republicans. So hang on to something. Okay. Uh, the other side, the good guys, uh, were decent, compassionate citizenry, are about 50%. The rest of the more or less 20%, I didn't do the math correctly on this segment, but be that as it may, the rest, the 20%, are good people, but kind of uninvolved. Uh, they're uh, middle-of-the-roaders. They, they don't uh, ooh, 
come down hard on either side of the political spectrum. The Midnight Skeptic's mission is to rid this nation of all GOP MAGAs, one broadcast at a time. Okay, send all hate mail, death threats, and even occasionally some uh, useful hints about how I could make this show better. Uh, hard to believe, but it could be improved. Okay, uh, shout-outs. Uh, Spotify and Anchor internationally uh, carry me, and uh, I have a small handful of followers uh, around the world who occasionally listen into this rant. Uh, in the EU, the UK, Australia, uh, New Zealand, a couple, uh, three in Canada, one in Russia, one in Colombia, and one in Puerto Rico. Okay, and uh, continuing with my uh, shout-out uh, locally. Okay, I, got, I didn't write these down in my notes, and sometimes I skip over people that I forget to mention. So, locally. Uh, Kevin and Lori, Dave and Rosita, Tim Conrad, Tom and Nancy, Rich and Kathy over in Sebastopol, Nariman, Art Kunstnetz, John Crowley at the Aquas Cafe, and uh, the various groups uh, that he has formed over there that meet there. Um, Tom Gaffey at the Phoenix Theater, uh, hangout for alternative teams of uh, whatever stripe, and the three dudes of Project Censored, Mickey Huff, Andy Lee Roth, Nolan Higdon, professors, all of them, and uh, quite progressive, lefty, except that uh, they don't like being labeled as anything. They think of themselves as above all that. Well, I call them lefties, all right? They're all compassionate and uh, uh, well-educated and uh, uh, compassionate. Uh, nothing that Republicans would ever be. Okay, Stan and Kathy, and uh, they're down in Pacifica. Dennis and Megan and Tiburon and San Francisco, Yvonne and Rick in L.A., Jackie Kolar and uh, Samantha and uh, Melanie over in Arizona, my brother Brandon. And his and his wife Mina and their daughter Andrea, my niece. She's a nurse down there. I forget which hospital she's at, but uh, uh, she's married to Tim, retired Marine. Booyah! And uh, their three little kids, uh, Karina Hilliard in uh, Patagonia, Arizona. Their uh, animal control officer, whose specialty is snake removal. Okay. Uh, from people's homes. If you have a rattlesnake curled up in your kitchen, uh, that's who you call down in Patagonia. Okay, uh, Arkansas, Shannon Reed. Florida, Nelson and Alice. Now, I hope, since they're in the Sarasota area, that uh, the sur ocean surge didn't... Uh, affect them too much. I'm sure the wind did, but uh, uh, the hurricane came ashore, oh, quite a bit north of where they're living, but the structure of 
uh, hurricane counterclockwise winds is such that they might have been in some kind of danger down there. And I've sent them an email asking, are you guys all right? Okay, and uh, okay, uh, Amelia Beamer, and she's on the other side of Florida in uh, oh, over, I forget the exact town now, but it's near Daytona Beach. And I'm sure that they've got uh, storm surges uh, from uh, the current hurricane. And then there was another one off the shore in the Atlantic that caused uh, storm surges on her side of the uh, Florida panhandle. So, and, and she's on YouTube. Uh, if you want to hear about uh, the current uh, publications of books of the three genres, uh, uh, horror, fantasy, and psych science fiction, go to... Uh, her, her website, Locus Magazine, L-O-C-U-S, and uh, Google that, and then also add in Amelia, and you'll get to see her talk about these things. Okay, and uh, North Carolina, Dr. Dave, you might have gotten a little bit of this now, because he's in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina area, and then on Long Island, Gerald Goldfinger. Okay, the Sonora Gang, Robin, Colleen, Finnegan. Bob and Sandy Fisher, and uh, their two kids, uh, Brad and Martha, Dara Larson, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, um, Lynn Quayle, uh, Kathy Francis, oh, uh, John Gleason, and his two daughters, uh, Tiffany and Jennifer. Okay, and then all the way down in Mexico City, Rosamalia Lopez Negrete. Okay, I got through it all without too much trouble. Okay, good news. This is the meat of the Midnight Skeptic show now. And now that I've gotten the intro out of the way, the uh, shout outs out of the way, we will proceed. Okay, good news first. In defiance of the Arkansas Department of Education and Governor Huckabee and the GOP MAGA heads that control Arkansas, every public high school in Arkansas will continue to offer AP African American Studies. Yay! That requires a clapping. Um, the Arkansas Education Association, which is the uh, union representing uh, teachers in Arkansas, um, applauded the move. Okay, again. What are um, what are the anti-CRT MAGA head people afraid of? What they say is studying about this stuff will make their little white snowflake kids uh, feel bad about being white, or they'll hate America. That's 
totally bogus. It will not happen. Uh, kids need to learn truth, not GOP talking points. Okay, more good news. Fossil-free media and it's Stop the Oil Profiteering. Okay, now that's an acronym. S-T-O-P. Um, Stop the Oil Profiteering. Have put up billboards in some of the hottest cities in America. Phoenix, Fresno, and Austin, Texas. With the message brought to you by Big Oil. And maps with average high temperatures in those states. Record heat waves? You can thank Big Oil for that. Okay. Um, kind of bad news. Uh, GOP MAGA heads have introduced 377 educational intimidation bills since 2021, says PEN America, PEN America. Such bills represent a growing effect. Oh, my handwriting strikes again. Represent a growing effort to hijack public education in America says PEN America's Jonathan Friedman. That's been one of the goals of the Republican Party almost forever, to attack public education because they're afraid of uh, what they perceive as lefty uh, intimidation and pro um, propaganda. Okay, and uh, educated people, which includes teachers, generally tend to be quite progressive, liberal, dare I say, lefty, and uh, Republicans can't stand that. Um, reality has a well-known liberal bias. Okay, now, uh, there's a, a website that I want you all to go to. It's called Portside, capital P-O-R-T-S-I-D-E. And um, if you want to find out who the ecocidal planet killers are, well, they have it for you. Um, for names and locations of the top 100 people and companies that are killing the planet. Okay. Um, and they have this on a map that you can, um, I guess, look at or download um, in North America and at the Bay Area is listed Mike Wirth, capital W-I-R-T-H. Now, he, they list Chevron, the huge oil company we have out here. 
in the San Francisco Bay Area. Now, I didn't go in depth to this site, uh, but they say that where you can locate these people, I, I guess they're doxing them, uh, addresses, maybe. I haven't checked it out, but even if they did that, I wouldn't uh, post that on the Midnight Skeptic Show. I don't, uh, well, believe in doxing people. I need a sip. Okay. Bad Cobb County, Georgia news. A 10-year teacher, Katie Rinderly, capital R-I-N-D-E-R-L-E, was fired on a four to three vote of the school board. Four GOP MAGA heads and three Democratic progressives. That was the four to three vote. Why? She read to her fifth grade class the book, My Shadow is Purple. It deals with gender identity and a few parents complained. The book was written by Scott Stewart, S-T-U-A-R-T. The school was Due West Elementary School, capital D-U-E, capital W-E-S-T. A Southern Poverty Law Center lawyer represented her, Craig Goodmark. And uh, this is a quote, an, blah, 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 an act that can only be construed as politics over, uh, over policy. Of course it is. District policy prohibits the teaching of controversial issues, mm. which is vague enough that any complaining MAGA parent can just bring a complaint and get a teacher fired. That's how low the Republicans want our educational system to stoop in this country if they had their way. Well, vote them out. Don't let them have their way. Okay, it's okay. This is a continuation of a quote from uh, the lawyer Craig Goodmark. Quote It's impossible for a teacher to know what's in the minds of parents when she starts her lessons, the teacher's lessons. For parents to be able, with a political agenda, which MAGAs always have, to come in from outside the classroom and have a teacher fired is terrible for Georgia's educational system. School district lawyer Sherry Colvez, capital C-U-L-V-E-S, said, quote, the Cobb County School District is very serious about the classroom being a neutral place for students to learn. One-sided instruction on political, 
religious or social beliefs does not belong in our classrooms. Well, like I said, and, and I'm quoting Stephen Colbert here, reality has a uh, well-known liberal bias. Just teaching that this country had slavery for almost all of our existence. That's not controversial. That's the truth. And teaching that to your kids will not make them hate America like those lying MAGA-head Republicans say. It won't. And they won't be made to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. New topic. Bad news. In Texas, uh, the Brazos River is being slowly polluted to death by Dow-Freeport. Okay. The largest chemical plant complex in the western hemisphere. Freeport, Texas, near where the Brazos empties into the Gulf of Mexico, is the dumping ground for Dow's wastewater. Freeport, in 1940, was a deep water port and had extensive oyster reefs. Dow used oyster shells to extract magnesium from seawater. Magnesium was used in building airplanes in World War II. So Dow located this plant there. Okay, and since 1940, it has grown up to be this huge plant, uh, the largest chemical plant complex in the Western Hemisphere. The EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, was new in 1970. Thank you for that, President Nixon. So, um, and the Clean Water Act became law in 1972. Thank you again, President Nixon. Uh, he was an environmentalist, dare I say. Uh, that was uh, not enough to, in my mind, uh, relieve him of the guilt he should have had for all the other things that he did. But uh, the EPA and the Clean Water Act were two of his crowning achievements. Okay. Um, the Dow workers formed Citizen Survival Committee because of health concerns. Today, the Texas Observer, that's a newspaper, writes about the Dow plant repeatedly violating federal standards for industrial wastewater disposal with no real consequences. 4,000 employees and 3,000 contract workers are negatively affected 
by the waste discharges, not to mention the people of the town of Freeport. Mm. Um, after I get done with this, uh, you know, midnight skeptic rant, I'm going to go back to that website and see if uh, on their map, um, it's, it's called Portside. I'm going to go back to their site and see if they list Freeport or Dow Chemical as one of their, uh, whew, I don't know, calling them out. Okay. Bad news. Corporations wanting to burnish their environmental reputations, uh, besides out-and-out out greenwashing, use carbon offsets to make up for the polluting and CO2 spewing that they do. This has spurred an offset credit industry that has now been shown to be bogus, all right? In early 2023, The Guardian published an article saying that more than 90% of rainforest carbon offsets are worthless. That's The Guardian's word. Okay, now the article has been peer-reviewed. The findings are essentially correct. And um, uh, John Oliver, uh, before everything shut down because of uh, the writer's strike, uh, had a good segment on carbon offsets and how companies were um, using carbon offsets to uh, make people think that they were the good guys in the uh, fight against uh, global warming. Well, it's just a way to greenwash themselves. Okay. I'm a bad news. Boy, I've got a lot of bad news on this one. Well, okay. Uh, bad news. Trump voters are, by all measures, members of a cult. A new poll out shows that Trump voters uh, believe the orange sociopathic bloat bag is more likely to tell them the truth than their friends and family conservative media personalities, or religious leaders. Okay, and I've got actual percentages. 71% believe Trump's truths. 63% believe their friends and families that tell them things. 56 percent um, believe conservative media figures' truths. Uh, not so much Fox News anymore. Um, One America and uh, Newsmax are the current spewers of uh, lies and 
hate to the uh, MAGA base. And only 42% uh, believe uh, religious leaders' truths. Well, uh, to me, that's, you know, I have mixed feelings about that. I don't believe religious leaders either. Um, so, be that as it may. Okay. Bad African news. Um there's an article in the uh, current Scientific American, which I subscribe to. And uh, if anybody out there wants to look it up, it's on page 52. And it's about um, uh, w the belief in witches all over the continent. And belief in witches is... A, a very small percentage of people actually believe in witches and witchcraft. What it's mainly used for is just to accuse an enemy of yours of witchcraft. Well, that usually sets off some kind of a moral panic and occasionally uh, these supposed witches are harmed, driven out of the village, sometimes killed. Okay, um, let's see, I'm off my notes. Okay, uh, there's a, a class of uh, professional witch finders. Now, they earn their money by coming to a village and guaranteeing somebody who's going to pay them to find out who's a witch and who's a not witch. And uh, this has all been uh, encouraged or set off by the stupid-ass Pentecostals and evangelicals missionaries that come over there and uh, urge their, you know, flocks to uh, believe in supernatural things, you know, beginning with God. Uh, and uh, it, it, a lot of fault has to be placed upon Christian missionaries for setting all this stuff off. Okay. Deep breath, and I need another sip. This is uh, ice water with a lot of lime juice in it. Okay, moving right along. This is commentary from Naomi Orestes. Now, who is she? She's a professor of the history of science and co-author of the book of the book Merchants of Doubt. Now, I have not read this book yet, but it details the uh, efforts of the tobacco industry back in the 50s and 60s when 
it was being bandied about in scientific circles, research circles, medical circles, that smoking cigarettes will give you cancer. Now, they went all out to muddy the waters, to sow doubt in the minds of uh, the public that, well, the science isn't settled. They don't really know that. We have found a scientist that said that's not true. Listen to him. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And we'll uh, buy Republican lawmakers and we'll hire lobbyists to influence uh, Republican lawmakers. Now, that was then. Now, and for the past... Uh, I don't know, 40 or 50 years, the oil industry, big oil and gas, have taken a page out of uh, the tobacco industry's playbook, and they're doing the same thing. And, um, okay, I'm way off my notes, but let me get back onto them. Uh, this is a quote from Naomi Orestes. Quote, Most federal programs that conservatives love to hate were implemented in response to the failures of free markets. In the late 19th century, anti-competitive business practices strangled markets and replaced them with monopolies. In the early 20th century, one in every 1,000 U.S. workers was killed on the job. In the 1930s, millions of able-bodied Americans were thrown out of work and into bread lines through no fault of their own. It wasn't the private sector that fixed these problems. Okay, um, I, I on a couple of shows ago, I explained why I was moving more and more leftward to almost call myself a socialist. Now, I'm going to get Bernie Sanders' book, um, it's, okay, uh, it's Okay to Be Angry About Capitalism. Okay, which is a book I haven't read yet, but I'm going to. And I will give you a review of it on uh, an upcoming show after I get back from this surgery I'm going to have on my lungs. It's going to be at least a month uh, hiatus. Okay. <clears throat> now, The Midnight Skeptic's Opinion about the current state and origin of the GOP MAGA Republicans. You might wonder, is there any other group that I uh, pick on besides uh, conservative GOP Republican MAGA heads? Well, not many other groups. Um, no. I consider groups like Moms for Liberty, uh, a hate group, and they're part of the MAGA crowd. 
all of the militia groups, the three percenters, the Proud Boys, and uh, oh, here's my cat. Okay, I'm going to do something right now. There she is. That's Sasha. Okay. I'm back. You know, she's my stress reliever. I, you know, I always end the show by saying to pet your cat and then occasionally sip some wine. Okay. Um, so here is a, a one-page brief about the origins of why MAGA heads are such terrible people. Okay. Reconstruction in the post-Civil War U.S. was essentially a failure. There was just too much resentment among Southern whites of all classes and too much racism uh, among Northern whites. Not enough Northern whites of goodwill and desire to help blacks could trump the hatred and racism of Southerners. Um, there were a number of, uh, oh, what was the nickname that the Southerners gave these people? Carpetbaggers? Yeah, I think it was carpetbaggers. And uh, a people of goodwill who came down from the North to help uh, enforce uh, laws that were uh, instituted during Reconstruction and to help uh, educate blacks. They had very, very good intentions and most were successful to some degree. And she's starting to bat my pen around. Okay. Ah, come on, Sasha. Um, where am I? Not enough northern whites of goodwill and desire to help blacks uh, could trump the hatred and racism of southerners. The KKK formed, along with anti-immigrant America first politicians. All of this persisted, especially in the South, until the civil rights movement that fought segregation and Jim Crow laws. Okay. Uh, we're jumping ahead quite a bit. But when LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, signed the Civil Rights Act in 1964 and the Voting Rights Act in uh, 1965, uh, quite a large number of conservative Southern Democrats switched to the GOP. Idealistic youth from up north uh, came down south to help register blacks to vote and do other things to move the civil rights uh, movement along. Okay, um, some were very idealistic, and they uh, they were like they were viewed as like the carpetbaggers during Reconstruction. Uh, some of these idealistic youths were killed. Southern resentment and hate toward, towards blacks and northern libs uh, 
grew, uh, students, especially Ivy Leaguers, were branded as elites. Uh, and that word was encouraged to be bandied about uh, by these newly ex-Dixiecrat, now Republican politicians, okay? Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I didn't write this in my notes, but uh, segregation academies grew up uh, because uh, a lot of white parents didn't want their little snowflake white kids to go to school, the same school, with blacks. Um, Bob Jones University and... Uh, Oh, God, what's the Jerry Falwell College? Oh, I'm having a brain freeze on the name of it. Liberty University. They both started out as segregation academies. Uh, it wasn't until relatively recently uh, that uh, uh, blacks were admitted to Bob Jones University and they don't ac accept uh, interracial dating, let alone sex. Yeah. Okay, uh, that requires a <laughs> laughter. I hit the wrong sound effects button. No, that's not the right one either. Okay, there was the uh, sound effects for the Bob Jones University. Uh, let's see, I'm way off my notes. Okay, Southern resentment and hate toward blacks and Northern libs grew. Students, especially Ivy Leaguers, were branded as elites. Uh, at the beginning of the 1979 presidential election, which was Ronald Reagan versus Jimmy Carter, the ultra-right-wing moral majority led by the odious Jerry Falwell uh, brought out hordes of right-wing voters for Reagan. Uh, Paul Weyrich, and I think I've talked about him about a year ago, um, he was a right-wing Republican activist, along with Jerry Falwell, convinced evangelicals to get out of their pews and into the voting booths when elections rolled around. Government policies favoring Christian values were on the ballot. Uh, as far as they were concerned. So um, they voted for the most right-wing extremist candidates that were on the ballot. Okay, uh, in 2008, uh, when uh, Barack Obama became president, the horror, the horror, the f he was the first black president and the Tea Party patriots, they call themselves, uh, rose up. Now, some of the Tea Party protests that I personally saw, um, 
on the news and on MSNBC and other outlets, CNN, um, some of the signs that they held up depicting Obama as an African with a bone through his nose and wearing a grass skirt, they were... I've talked to some Republican friends of mine and relatives of mine, and they just deny that the Tea Party patriots were racist. Well, I'm telling you all out there, as honestly as I can, that the Tea Party patriot movement was racist. Um, and then uh, Trump... Uh, he wasn't, I don't believe that he started the birther movement, but he was uh, a big pusher of it. And he went on talk shows, um, usually during the daytime, and lied his ass off about what he was doing. He claimed to send a few of his private detectives, which I don't believe he did, uh, over to Hawaii to check out his birth certificate. Okay. And I think it was a mistake for Obama to even release his long-form birth certificate. That's just playing into the stupid-ass uh, MAGA head uh, base because it's not going to change their mind. They're, they're racists and... Uh, it's not going to change. Facts don't matter to MAGA heads. Okay, I'm, I'm off my notes again. Uh, in 2015, when the orange sociopathic bloat bag um, came down the golden escalator in uh, Trump Tower to announce his running for president, followed by his rent-a-wife, um, what Trump did, or the orange sociopathic bloat bag, is he ripped the scab off racism, resentment, and religious hatred, the three R's. And that let the festering wound of these three R's ooze out of the MAGA base and uh, and infected the whole Republican Party. The good Republicans left the party and formed uh, the Lincoln Project, among other things that they did. And here we are with the Midnight Skeptic ranting weekly about what the uh, MAGA heads are doing now. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to give it a rest for about a month at least. And uh, uh, good news to end the show. All right. It gives me hope for the future. And uh, I'm petting my cat now. I can't see that, but uh, she's right, still right down here. Look in the camera, so uh, Sasha. All right, I'm back.
Okay. Good news to end the show, and this gives me hope. Teens and 20-somethings are battling for our future with protest marches, lawsuits, and TikTok videos. Okay? Uh, Calico Taroya, who's 13, said, this is a quote, we really need adults to wake up. Okay. Uh, yes, we do. But, you know, when people or young people like her say this, when they say people or we need to or us or whatever, I wish that she would recognize that it is a... Uh, base of about one-third of adults that are MAGA heads. And uh, yes, they do need to wake up, although having MAGA heads wake up is kind of frightening because who knows what they'll, what horrors they will commit mm, if they are awake. Okay. Badge Bussy, I think that's how you pronounce it, B-U-S-S-E. He's one of the 14 Montana kids that sued the state of Montana to honor the Constitution, which guarantees a good environment, clean air, clean water to the citizens of Montana. And he's 15, and this is what he said, quote, the fact that kids are taking this action is incredible, but it's sad that it had to come to us. We're the last resort. Mm. So, and uh, that's the extent of my notes. Um, another sip. Okay, it's 50 minutes now, so uh, more water and lime juice. Uh, I will, uh, I posted uh, a, a little phrase, a little saying on my Facebook page, which a few people have noticed and liked. There are no record profits on a dead planet, okay? And uh, capitalism is not the answer to our planet's survival. Um, let me reiterate. I'm going to go back to that website. Come on, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Okay. Um, the website is Portside. All one word. Capital P-O-R-T-S-I-D-E. You can subscribe to their newsletter also. And um, this one posting from them that caught my eye, uh, they provided the names and locations of the top 100 people uh, 
and companies that are killing the planet. Okay. All right. Come on out. Come on. You want to get off? All right. And uh, so I urge all of you to go to that website. And uh, they, um, in their article, they use the phrase ecocidal planet killers to describe these top 100 people. And that's a phrase I had not heard before, but I intend to use it more and more. Okay. <sighs> okay, just... Uh, Recycling is really, really bogus. And the use of those three chasing arrows are more confusing to consumers than helpful. Uh, the numbers inside those uh, chasing arrows are the only ones that indicate true recyclability are one and two. The others are, well, I don't know what they are. And uh, just don't consume as much, uh, especially as much plastic and uh, uh, carbon offsets are a scam, essentially. And... Uh, when John Oliver's uh, Last Week Tonight uh, comes back on, um, well, I think you can get it on, uh, on YouTube, uh, that episode where he talks about um, carbon offsets being such a scam. I uh, strongly urge you to look that up. Okay, I'm going to play my out music. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm Support Community Radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma Community Access And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and most importantly, pet your cats. Okay, uh, these are my uh, notes that I wrote down, I don't know, four or five years ago, uh, given to me by my audio and computer engineer that showed me how to download all this to uh, YouTube and to uh, Anchor and Spotify. So here I go. I'm going to jump into that and... Uh, Wish me luck, all my thousands and thousands of listeners and viewers out there. And uh, hopefully I'll be back with you in October. Take care and... Uh,
think logically, think scientifically, and uh, but live joyously and pet your cats and sip your red wine for a stress-free existence. Bye-bye.